everyone, this is the show where I help high achieving women push their limits, dominate their mindset, and take action towards their goals. It's about to get real, so buckle up, embrace for impact. My name is Ashley Mayfield, and I am the high achieving woman. Welcome back, everybody. What is up? It is a nice rainy day here in Florida. So if you hear a little pitter-patter in the background, that is the rain right outside my window. Uh, Yes, so excited. So many good things are going on in our world right now. But uh, thank you so much for continuing to spread the word. Today, I'm going to bring the boom, boom, pow. I'm going to talk to you about my universal law. I've been reiterating this over and over and over for the last few months in both of my businesses, in my one-on-one coaching in my mentorship program. Oh my gosh, this universal law. If you have heard me say it, you already chuckle it in your head and you saying it, okay? Uh, but first, I want to say thank you so much for consistently helping get the message out. That's all I ask. I ask whether you're watching me on Facebook Live, whether you're downloading my podcast, if you find any value that you would share this, that you would help other high achieving women know that there is a place they can come to where they are going to get truth, raw, real, every freaking time. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. I value all of the tags and um, you guys are incredible. So let's dive into my universal law. Okay. I've been saying this over and over. I will say this until I'm blue in the face and uh, here it is. Never trust a heifer. All right. It's plain. It is a full sentence. It has weight and authority, baby. Never trust a heifa. Where are all my high achieving women that struggle with trust? I think a lot of times we live in a world that's like, oh, you should just be so trusty. You know, you should develop and you should empower. And that is all well and good. There is a part of high achieving. There is a part of scaling. There is a part of success that requires that. But it starts with learning the right principles around trust trust. And I am here before I just start talking about other people. Let me first talk about myself, okay? Uh, (laughs) I don't trust myself, okay? And uh, for a lot of different reasons. Number one, I am dispositioned to take the easy road. Where are all my high achievers that have that inner lazy person in them? Where are all my athletic people that have that inner fat girl on the inside of them, okay? I am naturally, organically dispositioned to take the easy road, the lazy road. I have to protect me. <laughs> oh, never trust a heifer. Okay. I don't trust myself. It is so important that I am managing my time, that I am filling my schedule, that I am prioritizing every single minute, that I am insanely focused because I get distracted very easily. If you have ever been on like any uh, leadership call that I have ever led, any teaching that I have done, any stage that I have spoken on, uh, even listening to my podcast, like you can tell, like I get distracted so easily. And so for me, because I know that I have a disposition to let my eyes wander, or um, I've had to train myself on how to make things easier for other people and consistently keep the bar in front of me, consistently raise the bar, consistently challenge myself, uh, because I I cannot trust me. I cannot trust me. I have a disposition to want to kick my feet up on the desk. And this is why I have to keep goals in front of me. This is why I have to have clarity. This is why I cannot stay in my head. This is because if you're in your head, you're dead. If you tie, you die. I say all of these things and they stem from a place of 
I on it's a dichotomy. I completely trust myself on one level. I know that I am a woman of my word and I will do the thing that I say I'm going to do. I might not do it when I want it to be done, but I will cross my finish lines. I have a proven track record. And if you know me in any capacity, you know, I'm not just blowing the smoke. It, it like the proof is in the pudding. I've got the reports. I've got the stats and I've got the income to prove it. But it stems from a desire of my inability to trust myself. Never trust a heifer, okay? Uh, I like to take the easy road. And if it was up to me, yes, I value instant gratification. I have a disposition for that. This is where in my personality, my red and my blue... Uh, clash. My red values delayed gratification. I'm 60% red, but man, that 30% blue, it is less than red, but it is a lot low functioning, okay? It is a lot less functioning uh, <laughs> maturity-wise than my red, and that 30% blue can get the worst of me, okay? And uh, Or get the best of me, however you want to say that. So number one, I can take the easy road, okay? Never trust a heifer, okay? I cannot be trusted. I need to manage my time. Number two, I can be petty. Petty is my favorite color. If you've ever been under my leadership, you know I'm going to say something, okay? And I had to get serious this year, 2022. I've had to get serious about not dealing with petty things, with petty people. I have had to put safety rails. I have had to put safeguards. Do not ever come around me and tell me what someone said about me. I do not care. I can't emotionally handle it. In fact, you shouldn't be that person because if you are that person, um, why would you let them say that to you, right? And I've had to get so uh, clear with who is in my circle and why they're in my circle. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, if someone's coming to you to talk bad about me and you, baby, you got permission to handle business and I don't even need to know about it. Okay. But petty is my favorite color. I have an inner petty Betty. I value taking the high road. I have to often, uh, you know, it's not chicken little, the sky is falling. I got to take a step back. I got to like, move slow, make sure I'm not in my emotions. But there is a very real sister on the inside of me who like, no, you go low, I go lower. You go low, I go lower. Okay, never trust a heifer. Okay, I cannot be trusted with my emotions sometimes. I cannot be trusted, uh, you know, with information sometimes, okay? Uh, the third thing that I'm going to say before I move on how this is applicable to business, because again, uh, self-awareness is key. And there are some reasons why you don't trust yourself. There's some reasons why you're not achieving on the level that you want to achieve. It's because you think you got it and you don't, okay? And uh, But the last one is I can't be trusted when it comes to my energy, I will say yes, and I've talked about this and I've alluded to this on many, many podcasts prior uh, that I will give it all away. I I value my gift. I value my ability to speak kindly, to speak honestly, um, to call people higher, even to call people out. And I will give it all away. I will say yes to every single meeting. And so when you message me and I don't open your message, number one, it might be because I didn't see it because I get hundreds of messages a day between all my platforms. But number two, I might not be able to respond because I don't know how to say, no to you because I can't be trusted because I want to help every single human. And I love the sound of my own voice. Just kidding. I actually don't, but <laughs> I, I love to talk and I love to help. And so I've had to be really mindful. I cannot trust that I will make the right decision when it comes to my energy. 
I say yes a lot because I value being needed. And I sometimes struggle saying no to the wrong things so I can say yes to the right things. So with that being said, you know, if you're a high achieving woman, you can't trust yourself on some level. And again, hear my heart. There's a dichotomy there. There could be a whole nother episode about how you need trust within yourself, about how you've got to establish trust in order to have success. Cool. Got it. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, though. You look in the mirror and you're like, oh, my God, I can't be trusted with this money. Oh, my God, I can't be trusted with this time. Oh, my gosh, I'm just going to scroll on TikTok for four hours. And we're not moving ahead. So I have had to learn how to put parameters in my life. That way I can learn how to trust myself. But the, the disposition of who I am baby, never trust a heifer. This is why I don't drink alcohol. I do not drink alcohol uh, because my husband is an ordained minister. I do not drink alcohol because, um, you know, we're assemblies of God and it's just like not in our denomination. I I don't drink alcohol uh, because we both come from addictive uh, alcoholics. We both come from addictive families. Uh, My husband has never had a drop of alcohol in his life. I have. I have been intoxicated before. Uh, like well before I met my husband. And, um, but I, I have an addictive personality. I go all in. Okay. I want to be the best. (laughs) And I've had moments where I consumed alcohol and I was the best that night. Okay. And so, uh, I can't trust myself at the core of who I am. And because I know that I can't even like dip my toe in the water of certain things. Me and my husband, we stay far away from alcohol as possible. We like don't even want to sit in the bar area at a restaurant and we bring no shame. We bring no condemnation. If you choose to drink alcohol, but this is how we are because we don't even want it. Like perception is everything. And we can't trust ourselves to not even want to take a sip because we don't know what will happen. And um, with that being said, I have been able to put parameters in my life that have allowed me to learn how to trust myself. And I think that it is so important as a high achieving woman, whether it is in the dynamic of your world and your success or in your leadership and your employees, your business partners, your team, who you lead, never trust a heifer. This this universal law, I know it's so funny and you got to say it with some attitude too. You got to feel that. You're not saying it. It's felt, okay? But never trust a heifer. You have to make sure that like... I think a lot of times in business, we're so lenient, we're so graceful, and we're understanding, and there should be a line of presentation, there should be a line of expectation, and there should be a line of how we function if you want to be high achieving. So let me go into a story, and this isn't a story um, if she ever listens to this podcast one day. I love you. I'm going to try not to say her name. Uh, In fact, I have her name in front of me. I'm just going to delete it, and um, we're just going to call her Sally. Okay, we're gonna call her Sally. And um, hopefully, I don't know, we'll see. But if she ever listens to this episode, it is not to call her out, but it is she taught me a lesson in this moment, okay? So this was probably... 2018. Okay. 2018. And in one of my businesses, me and some of my leaders were doing a giveaway and we decided to do a giveaway with, um, a certain product that we sold, which is fat burn coffee and, uh, a Keurig. And so we found the winner. We had, um, uh, the, the person who won both the prizes, whatever we were giving away fat burn coffee. And then we were giving away another person a Keurig. And so I was responsible for shipping the fat burn coffee. Well, this other person we're going to name Sally was responsible for getting the Keurig shipped and we all pitched in money. We got the like the names got drawn. Boom. Uh, we as far as we all knew, it was handled. I had shipped off the product. She had shipped out the Keurig from Amazon, had it shipped to their house. So a few weeks later, 
I get a message. This is like probably three or four weeks later, legit. I get a message from the winner of the Keurig. And they were like, hey, I never got that prize. Like, was that something like, did I really win? Like, totally respectful message. I mean, how awkward is that? Like, you say, like, you draw someone's name and then you don't reimburse them, pay them out, give them the prize right away. Like, that's awkward and embarrassing. So I was like, what you mean you didn't get it? Like, uh, it was shipped out weeks ago. So ended up going back to Sally in this group chat that we're in. And I was like, hey, what happened here? And she said, oh, it said that it couldn't be delivered. So I just uh, got it refunded. And never want. Now, listen, I know again, I'm not telling this story about Sally to embarrass her. It taught me a lesson as a leader. And how many times do you know that? Like, this was my fault. But don't trust a heifer clicked in. Like, at what point? And to me, I was almost angry. I was like, how would you not communicate that? Like if you, if there was an error in something that we did as a team, as a collective, why would you not communicate that? And were you just going to keep that money? Like that was all of our money. Like we need to get that. We need to, we should be communicating to that person, figuring out what went wrong in their address, why Amazon couldn't do it. Like what was going on? Like at that point we problem solve, right? But that comes on the premise of communication. Now I took ownership of it because at some point, I I did not set clear standards, clear boundaries. I did not have expectations, all of that stuff, okay? And so I learned a valuable lesson that day. <laughs> I learned uh, never never trust a heifer. And I learned that, you know, that saying is so true. You have to inspect what you expect. If you expect people to operate with a level of excellence, if you expect people to rise to the occasion, you have to inspect how it's going along the way. And that was not what I did. And I failed that leader because when she said, I got it, guess what? I trusted that she had it. Anybody ever like notice there's a like saying that is on Google that says, check in on your strong friends. Yeah. Why? Why? Because they're not going to admit they need help. So when your strong friend looks like they're struggling, but they tell you they got it, never trust a heifer, okay? If someone says they got it, but you don't see the result of it, never trust a heifer. Oh, and this is where people sit in their head. This is where, and as a high achieving woman, you cannot do this. You cannot sit back and say, mm, I wonder, did they get that task done? Did they not get that task done? Um, did they cross their finish line? Did they not? Like what's going on? They're not responding. I refuse to live in my head. I'm going to inspect what I expect. And if I expect people to communicate with me, I'm going to inspect why they're not, okay? And I'm just not going to presume or assume anything. I'm going to actually take action to figure it out. And so this whole situation with the Keurig, literally, this is like, you know, three and a half, four years ago now. It taught me the power of like having as a high achieving woman and within myself, as well as within an organizational unit, having checks and balances, having accountability, do not assume. And what I will tell you, as you are leading people, people will blame People will say what you want to hear. That is the stone cold truth. There are few people out there that when you hold them accountable and listen, I coach at this point, I've coached thousands of women. I do a uh, group setting. I do individual mentorship in my high achieving boot camp program. And I'm telling you right now, I've seen women that don't cross their finish lines and it's rarely that they're going to respond to me. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. 
It's very rarely that that happens. Okay. And that's just, we're, we're always keeping it real over here. It's usually an excuse. It's usually a reason why it didn't happen. It's usually anything other than ownership. And I think a lot of us can see that even online. We see people that are like, oh, this opportunity didn't work out. That didn't work out. No, you didn't work it. That's why it didn't work out, right? And um, if you want to help more people cross their finish lines, if you want to cross more of your finish lines, and maybe that finish line isn't something monetary. Maybe it's like, a, you know, you just want to enhance your relationships, or maybe you want to see your friends cross their finish line, or maybe it is in business or with your clients. You have to do a few things. So I want you to write these three things down. Number one, if in order for you to trust a heifer, okay, like, listen, we talk about my universal law here. Don't trust a heifer, okay? And even when I get screwed, when I, uh, you know, have an expectation over somebody and it doesn't happen, I'm always like, that's what you get, Mayfield. Like, don't trust a heifer. Like, I know better, okay? Uh, but there's three things that I have learned that I value doing, okay? And this has allowed me to be able to be more trusting, Um because it has. So number one, it's create clear goals and expectations. Whenever you are embarking on an adventure, on a goal, you're going after a mission, whether that's within yourself, because we're always chasing something more, or it's within an organization at your career, with your employees, with your volunteers, whatever that dynamic looks like, you need to have, it is like so loud outside raining right now. And it's so dark. I hope, and it's thundering, so... Welcome to Florida <laughs> in the spring. Uh, so if you like hear that, I'm sorry, like it's kind of squirreling me. See, I told y'all, don't trust a heifer. Like I can't even do my podcast without, I'm all distracted over here. Uh, okay, so number one, you have to create clear goals and expectations. I'm gonna tell you right now, clarity avoids confusion. How many times have you like thrown out a goal, thrown out a target, thrown out a plan, but you weren't clear enough or the goal weren't there? And then all of a sudden, like no one talked when you were done. It was deer in the headlights. Like you were not clear on what the expectations were and what the goals were. You did not have clarity around where it started and where it stopped and who was doing what along the way. So now what I do is I make sure is I am presenting something and I do this really well within my leadership um, and one of my businesses as I'm presenting an idea and we're assigning um, we're making assignments and we're assigning them to specific people based on their gifting before we hop off that Zoom I don't assume that everybody has the plan. I don't assume that everybody understands their responsibility. Just because I said it doesn't mean they caught it. Amen. And so, uh, and that's not, and that is for me to own. That's not on them. That's not that they suck. That's that I need to make sure that there is clarity. So I will say, okay, before we hop off, this is what I'm doing. This is what Sally is doing. This is what Bob is doing. This is what Jessica is doing. By the next time we meet, we need to get this figured out. Everybody understand, okay? Like you have to make sure that there is clarity, that there is, you're very clear on what you expect. You're very clear on how you set that standard. Uh, one thing that I've set in uh, one of my businesses, I've set an expectation. Do not just come to me with frivolous information or uh, f like, a, like a very low level question. If you have a question that you need to ask, and there's nothing wrong with asking questions, but it is something that other people can answer, I should not be your go-to. There should be two resources that you utilize before coming to me. And that's really offensive when I hold that line, but I've been very clear on that expectation. And I have to hold hold the line. I have a responsibility of 
um, staying committed to the thing that I said. Otherwise, if you allow people an inch, they're going to take a mile, right? So when people come to me and they ask me a question that they could have easily found if they just did some research or if they had asked another business partner, they would have been able to know the answer because I wasn't the only one with that answer. I literally now have to respond to them. Hey, that's a great question. What two resources did you use before coming to me? What two resources did you check? And that is not to insult them, although some people do take it personal, which I understand. Nobody likes that pushback. But it's also for me to gain clarity. Did you go to two resources? And were those two resources incorrect? Or did you go to two resources? And did you get the wrong information? Because then that's a whole nother problem I have to deal with, right? But when you set clear goals and expectations and you hold the line, and this is where a lot of people won't hold the line. They'll start feeling bad. They're like, oh my, I don't want to hurt their feelings. No. No, this I'm talking to you about implementing in this in your business. I'm also talking about this implementing it in your life. If you truly want to make progress, if you truly want to move forward, you have to be able to hold the standard even within yourself. You have to be able to reward and punish yourself just as much. There has to be clear expectations. If I do not cross this finish line, I do not get to enjoy X, Y, Z. If I don't do A, I do not get B. Like there has to be clarity, Okay. Number two uh, is you have to allow space for questions. One thing that I am in the process of really making sure that I do is not saying, do you have any questions? Because that kind of seems, and I got this from one of my mentors, that kind of seems like a really like, you should have it already, like you should understand. Instead, I want to challenge you to change that. If you're like me and you're like, holy crap, I ask that all the time. Do you have any questions? Does that make sense? Do you have, like, does that make sense? I say that all the time and I pick that up from my husband. Um, he used to, he went through a phase where he just said it all the time. And I was like, why do you always say that? And then I noticed I said that, like I would explain something and then I'm like, does that make sense? What's someone going to say? No, I'm dumb. I don't get it. No, they're going to be like, yeah, it makes sense. And it's just not a good thing that I do. And so that's a habit I'm trying to get out of. But instead of saying, do you have any questions? You need to open it up and say, what questions do you have? Okay, I'll take questions now. What questions do you have about the goal and or expectations? Because you have to assume and you have to present and posture yourself as if there are questions. Because don't trust a heifer. You are not crap. Okay, you don't always communicate accurately, cohesively, correctly. You might, like me, allow your hype to get the best of you sometimes, your charisma and excitement, and like you were all over the place and you didn't make sense. Okay, so instead of saying, do you have any questions? Ask instead, what questions do you have? And really open it up and mute yourself. Okay, (laughs) something I struggle with too. Uh, And number three... Uh, don't trust a heifer. Okay, if you really want to be able to learn how to trust people, you have to assess as you go. You have to have a check-in process along the way. You can't set a goal of like, like for instance, if you have a business partner or you have an employee and you do a one-on-one with them at the beginning of the month and they tell you what goal they have. You cannot, and they're very clear on it. They know how to do it. You've said, what questions do you have? You've answered their questions. You can't just check in on them at the end of the month and say, oh, how'd it go? Because you're gonna show up with an expectation that they got done what needed to happen, but you have no idea what could have happened along the way. And it's so important that you assess as you go that there's some kind of check-in. And that is not disrespectful. It is not disrespectful to gauge the progress on where if you've empowered leaders or if you've tasked out assignments, especially if there's time sensitive, that is not disrespectful for you to follow up and gauge where their progress is. In fact, that's business. 
That is good leadership practice. Hey, thinking of you, how is that assignment going? Hey, just curious, where are you at in the progress of accomplishing this? That is good business tactics. And you need to be able to do that. Like putting a step-by-step together isn't demeaning. It is protection. And so don't let, um, now some people don't need a step-by-step. And I think this is important, like having that self-awareness and social awareness, understanding who you're working with and what works best for them. I have a lot of leaders that value when I tell them exactly what to do, one through five. For like starting off. And once they've learned how to like take those instructions and cross their finish line consistently, then I start saying, okay, now I need you to start thinking. Because the worst thing I can do in business is tell people how to do business, but I don't teach people how to think business. And that's when there's explosive growth is when you teach other people how to think business. And so at the end of the day, if you are experiencing a level of your life right now where you are not crossing your finish line, your business isn't where you want it to be, your relationships aren't, listen, never trust a heifer. Never trust a heifer. You need to have parameters and a safety net in your life that keeps you focused, that keeps you on the path where there is accountability. There has to be accountability. And I've instituted over the last four or five years of my life so much accountability and I've developed so much self-awareness that I know what derails me. I know. And now that I can identify it, once you define it, you can defeat it. I can go forward and set parameters. And in fact, I've gotten so good at it with myself and I've gotten so good at understanding other people's personalities that I see the patterns And what's going to derail them? And so I'm able to go ahead and set those barriers or I already know what to expect. I can say, hey, you're probably a little stubborn, right? Like you've got a personality to be stubborn or you've got a personality to be really independent. You've got a personality to do it all by yourself, right? And they'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's me. I'll be like, cool. Like we don't do things by ourselves, And we use our stubbornness in a good way, not a bad way. And so you're able to go ahead and really really win more. But at the end of the day, what I will say is it is your responsibility to lead yourself effectively. And it is your responsibility to lead your team effectively. And there is a foundation of never trust a heifer. People will tell you what they want, what you want to hear. People will tell you what it takes to get them not under the chopping block. And when you have these parameters and you institute these things, I promise you, you will be so much more fulfilled. You and your team will be winning and you will actually love the people that you work with and you will love the person that you see when you look in the mirror. I love you guys. And as always, never trust a heifer. See you next time.